Yo, 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 welcome to the Arsenal Asylum podcast. It's been a couple of weeks since we last managed the pod. We're here with King Shay. Um, and yeah, basically, we're going to get right to it. It's a quick pod, a little interim pod, just to touch base on some of the things that have been going on over the last couple of weeks. Um, the likes of our defence, our recent games. Uh, Sabalios is a resurgence and um, other things like that. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to pass you over to Shay and let him take the mic real quick. Shay. How you doing, Mod? You right? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Good, good, good. I I think the first thing we're going to talk about is obviously our recent games, which I don't know how you're still feeling after the Olympiacos game. The Olympiacos game was a tricky one. Um, obviously, I was, you know, I was there. I was gutted um, to lose and be knocked out in such a manner. Um, we were so close to going through. Um, I didn't actually think we played that bad. Really? No, I didn't. I um, it was poor. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't think. I didn't think we played that bad. It was. It was. It wasn't great. By, by a long shot um, but they dropped a lot of men deep in the box and we found it very hard to create space um, I know there's been like YouTube clips of Pepe's step overs and stuff like that and going left and going right and you know everyone's like thinking why the hell didn't he pass it but when you watch it back over and over again I don't actually think he had that many opportunities to actually do anything decisive with the ball there was a lot of bodies in front of him um, and he was clearly trying to create the space to find that decisive pass or get a shot off. But then the chest passed when he chest passed it to Louise. And that, 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 that was that was a different that was a different phase of play. But yeah, I mean, you know, that 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 there, you know, and that and the whole sort of defensive goalkeeper calamity right at the end, um, you know, cost us. But then we say that and. We had a Bamiyang's miss and you just would not expect a player of that quality to to miss a goal like that. It was a sitter. Right? He just basically had... It was a gift. It was a golden goose. Um, you know, it, it, it was just there for the taking and at that stage I thought, oh, all right, finally, we, you know, we've got a bit of luck and it's in the back of the net and he missed the target. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I was gutted uh, but then you know me I always like to look on the bright side of things I'm never going to hold Leno responsible he should have cleared the ball as far as I'm concerned the ball should have gone back up the field or out for a throw in I don't know what he was thinking um, and then that that put us in a, in a precarious position anyway and then Oba Aubameyang's got us out of so many sticky situations he's on 20 goals this season you know He's he's a he's a he's a captain. He's a talisman. He's the most consistent player that we've got, and he leads by example on the pitch. Um, so you know, 
as 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 frustrating as it is, we can never hold him fully to account. Um, and it's just one of those things, really. Do I think we would have gone on to win the Europa League? I'm not sure because there's still some tricky teams left in it. So nothing was guaranteed. Um, do I... Someone raised a question in the group the other day and they said... Um, was it Nigel? I think it might have been Nigel. It was Nigel and it confused everyone. Yeah, yeah. And it basically was, you know, something to the effect of, and we go through. Or um, Liverpool go on the, uh, the, uh, the unbeatable run or continue on the unbeatable run. Um, and I think I was one of the people that just said, you know, I'm quite happy crashing out of the Europa, actually. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like, no, I'm quite happy to, you know, crash out the Europa and make sure that they don't beat our 49, um, you know, and become invincibles. So, so yeah, I, I, I you know, I, I'm, I've kind of, I've kind of got over it now. Mm. Um, and I think we need to get our domestic... Uh, form back up first and foremost before we could start thinking about venturing outside um, going into Europe and 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 becoming you know one of the great European sides again I think it's very important that we take care of home first and right now what are we I think we're like five points five points and a game in hand off a of fourth place I'll double check I think it's a little bit more than that I think it's really, really, really close. Um, if you check the league table, so you know, for me, it's it's, it's achievable now, um, especially with the results on the weekend. I think we've got a game in hand. Yeah, I know we've got a game in hand. Yep. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, so you're right. We've got a game in hand, but we're still we're still eight points off. Yeah, eight points off. Yeah, eight points. So off who's in fourth now? So it's still Chelsea. Mm -hmm. Chelsea have got a three-point lead over United. Yeah, so it's eight points. We've got a game in hand. We can bring that back to five points if we win that. And then I think we're close enough with enough games to play for um, that, you know, fourth or fifth is achievable. Still don't know what's going on with the Man City ban. Yeah. Do you, do you realistically think it will happen though? Because we're still going to drop points. I think, I think I don't know if you saw the other day we put it was in the group and we was um, all saying season finish in terms of where we're going to finish and the number of points we're going to get I think yeah. it's out of like a possible 33 yeah I was saying I think we should do a sweepstake yeah we should do it we should do it um, you know maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll open up to the listeners yeah but um, yeah I, I think I can't remember what I, I, I said but I think what was the general consensus? Is around eighteen points. Or yeah, something? I, I, I said eighteen points. I think you said. I think you went a little bit higher. I went a bit higher. Yeah, I, I think, think Steph I said... did as well. But when you consider the other teams as well, uh, I'm not. I'm not solely convinced. Well, try not to be the pessimistic and all, but no. And I and I and I understand where you're coming from. I just think that we are sort of um, no teams are consistent enough to put on a run without losing points and dropping points at the moment um, so I'm not necessarily um, pessimistic 
in terms of thinking that it's, it's something that we can't achieve. I think with the additions and the players that we've got coming back from injury, uh, particularly defensively as well, because that's where we've had our problems of late. Um, I think that, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's doable. I really do think it's doable. Um, maybe that's with my <laughs> red rose tinted glasses. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What about you? So you, you, what are you thinking? Fifth, sixth, seventh? Do you know what is that? I just look at games like the Olympiacos game, which I was there as well myself. And when I look at that team and in terms of how slow the football is, like I looked at that, there was loads of points in that game where I just thought, where's that sense of urgency? And like, especially where it, especially whereas it, it's quite a crucial game. So I look at, and you look at recent performances in terms of big games, we haven't particularly showed up when it's really mattered. So us hoping that we're going to perform and obviously turn that corner, mm. I just don't really see much evidence of it. All right, but before before this um, defeat to Olympiacos, we were, what, 10 games undefeated? Yeah. Which in all, in all competitions. Yeah. In all competitions. Um Fair enough. Don't there were a lot of draws. Yeah, exactly. There were a lot of <laughs> you draws. Knew that was coming. And 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 as we said before, more draws than IKEA. <laughs> um, so yeah, there were. But we all were fairly positive in thinking that Arteta had a vision, and we could see that the players were buying into it, and that there was some progress on the pitch, and that game by game, it will get better. I mean, to the point where there was a markable. Um, and a sizable difference when they came back from Dubai. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That that break. Yeah, and, and probably that done in a while, bonding but... session, and it looked like they all kind of had a better understanding of what the manager wanted as soon as we played that next game. Um, but you're right; it's gonna it's gonna be tough. But should it be though? Really, with the players that we've got on paper, it should on paper it shouldn't be. But for whatever reason, it, you even look you even look at the season as a whole. And look at that squad of players. How is it enough possible mm. that they're what ninth, tenth in the league? Mm. How is yeah? How how, how? When, you, when you look at that squad, you look at for instance even Lacazette. I was looking at Lacazette earlier on, and he, what's his stats? I think it's like I don't think he's up to even ten goals. No, and a caliber, a striker of that caliber, is pretty pretty shocking when you look at. it. But I'm pretty sure he hasn't even hit digit, double digits. Yeah. No. Um. I think with Laka, we've discussed on previous pods um, where the issues lie, and it's mostly they can't bloody get the ball in the back of the net at the moment. Um, he was still being picked because obviously the the consensus was that he was putting in like. Um, a shift basically yeah. and he was working hard for the team and he was getting in there winning the ball back and, and, and doing other things that contribute to um, the team's sort of uh, positivity I suppose on the pitch but then now we've got Eddie coming in and, and, and scoring goals and uh, it's looking kind of a <laughs> bit tricky yeah. at the moment I don't know if you saw right uh, there was a uh, there was an article um, in the paper, and they interviewed Arteta, and he was basically talking about that the they, Arsenal have already had a meeting to discuss 
what will happen under each scenario. Yeah. So the fact that we crashed out of Europe and then potentially where we kind of go um, from here, whether we, we, we manage to make top four or top five, if the band still stands for Man City and qualify for Europe or whether we end up back in the Europa again or whether we miss out completely. Um, and them knowing that maybe if, if it's just the Europa football again, that they might need to sell the players and basically rebuild all over again. And he kind of intimated that, or, you know, kind of said that it's a distinct possibility that, that quite a few you players are going to be sold yeah. in the summer. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I don't know, you know. I'm quite excited by the youth. Like, I, I am. And, um, you know, I'm old enough to remember watching... You know, a young Paul Davis or um, Michael Thomas and Rocky Rocastle and and Tony Adams and those boys there, um, Ray Parler, Keown, those guys when they were younger coming through, and you know, Keown, similar to like Eddie, had to go away and come back to get breakthrough in the side. I think he was actually sold rather than loaned, if I remember rightly, but. He wanted to play for the club so bad that he was happy to come back, and that and that and that kind of that kind of fighting spirit and love for the club that these younger players had because it came through the ranks. It transpired on the pitch, and I could kind of see that with you know the the Sackers and the Martinelli's, Martinelli's, the Reese Nelson, particularly uh, Willock yesterday Willock in the well. cup yeah, game. Yeah, the cup game. Yeah, there was. I feel like the young players seem to get his vi um, Arteta's vision a lot more. Mm. So I feel like when you see the long, young players out on the pitch, it's kind of almost crystal clear in terms of what his blueprint is. Yeah. In terms of that press. Yeah. Like Martinelli, countless occasions yesterday, closing down players. There was even one point, I'm not sure if you saw, towards the end of the game, where there's a player, one of their players, the one that looked like he had a black eye. Yeah. He, he took a shot. He, he skied it, but he skied it because Martinelli's chased him down. But then afterwards, you can see in the cameras, he's there screaming at everyone, like, why have we let him let him shoot? And for me, it was a beautiful thing to see. I was like, they didn't even score, but he's pissed that they he even had the chance, opportunity, opportunity yeah. to even shoot, which I think is quite good to see. Because you see Willock as well. Initially, I was like, I don't really understand him playing at number 10. I'm mm. like, for me, he's more of like a um, central midfielder. But I feel like when you see him constantly like harassing players, it's really, really good to see. Yeah. Um, it kind of gets in and around. Um, and like Arteta said, he wanted him to play in the pockets and basically cause a problem, both offensively and defensively. And you can see that he does that. He sort of buzzes around, doesn't he? And makes himself busy. Um yeah, I mean, I'm yet to see, barring, I think, the last, not this uh, tie against Portsmouth, I think the game before where he had like a couple of assists and he played really well in that sort of Ozil number 10 role. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm still yet to see his full potential. I think, you know, I, I sometimes I wonder whether it's going to take going out on loan or he, need, he needs yeah. he needs games under his belt yeah uh, he, he always looks a little bit rusty whenever I see him yeah 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 
Yeah, I know. Uh, and I, I agree. Um, it, it, yeah, he does. It looks like it, it, it kind of takes him a while to get back into his stride. Um, yeah, so... If you was to learn him, where would you send him out on loan? <sighs> Premiership or Championship? Or even abroad? That, that, that's a good question. Um... I think it all depends on the manager, the playing style and the vision of the club. Um, so if like, you know, up at Leeds, um, their manager up there has clear vision how to play football. And it's a vision that everyone kind of is now subscribing to in the modern game. Um, he's an old hat and an old hand at it. So, um, I think even though Nketiah didn't play as many games as we would have liked, he certainly benefited from that time up there. Definitely, yeah. And I feel like it's put a hunger in his belly. Yeah, yeah. And Reese Nelson as well, I think he benefited from it. But someone else was saying in the group as well, um, I think this might have been BM, but they, they were saying, or Ash, how, you know, it's, it's, it's evident that uh, Arteta loves um, Reese Nelson. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he loves him so much. Like, he's he's critical son. Yeah, yeah. You can see, you can see that. You can see he's trying to make a player of him. Yet, um, which kind of um, excuse me makes me feel if Pepe doesn't start pulling up his socks, then the pressure's on a bit, isn't it? We were still talking about Pepe in the group. It was quite an interesting debate that was had mm. in terms of his like general performance this season. In terms of rating it, like, is, are we Arsenal fans too excited in terms of the dribbling and stuff like that? But then when you look at it from like a, a statical perspective, on paper it looks quite good. Yeah, statistically, yeah, it, um, you know, the stats are good. How would you judge his first season? But like, what, we just over halfway through the season, maybe yeah. a little bit more. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a tricky one because what's he got? It's like eight assists and six goals or... Yeah. Something like that in all competitions, over 31 games. So, I mean, that's basically, he's responsible for one goal. Every other game. Every other game, which... You can't really ask so much more out of a player. So I think the frustration is that we can all see there's a world beater there. Um, but his work rate is just... I didn't, I didn't get it at first until it was highlighted. And I think um, when Emery wasn't playing sometimes or benching sometimes, we were all going nuts in the group. And then when um, Arteta started doing it and Freddie started doing it, we kind of thought, well, hold on a minute. Three managers. There's something wrong with the player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, 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 can't, you, can't, you, can't, you can't be blaming the manager for that one. Um, if three are basically seeing the same thing on the training pitch. And then Arteta, I love the way Arteta talks because he, he, he lays it on the line. He's quite open and quite honest. Mm. Um, so like, I love listening to his interviews, his press conferences. You know, and um, he was basically said, 
he will play whoever plays hard and well in training and he just doesn't think Pepe is doing enough and he needs to up the work rate. And I think it might have been the last game against Olympiacos or maybe the game before. No, the game before was Everton. Yeah. When I was away for that. What was the game before that? Uh, you're testing me now. The game before the Everton game was... Who did we play? Was it, che- it wasn't Chelsea, was it? No. No, no. Before the Everton game. The Olympiacos game. Or before that, the Newcastle game. Newcastle game, that's right. So the Newcastle game was at home, right? Yeah, And it was, I was yeah. there and I remember watching him and there was a point where he he was on the attack and then he forgot to track back. And he was kind of like just chilling for a hot minute. And these seconds count. It only takes a few seconds to get the ball up the pitch and score a goal. Literally. And it's almost as like he was stuck in the dream world or <laughs> he was maybe thinking about, you know, his last touch or whatever. He drifted off. And you could see he drifted off. And then he just kind of woke up. I don't know whether someone shouted at him or what, but he just suddenly woke up and he just ran all the way down to cover the right back position because they were under pressure. Um, and I I just thought, now I could kind of see what they're, what they're talking about with you. Like, you know, you, you, it's a premiership. Yeah. It's and like I, League I, One. Yeah, and I think, do you know what it is as well? It's the pace of the premiership. Yeah. Whereas the, probably the French League is considerably slower, mm. here where it's back and forth, literally every two seconds, it's rapid, like, isn't it? rapid, it's rapidly fast. And intense. As very, well. very intense, yeah. And I think that's probably playing, yes, it's, it's caught him off guard probably a little bit. Yeah. I would say. But yeah, Germany as a whole, would you say you're like pleased with his first season? Did you expect more? What would you say? I think because of the price tag, you're going to expect more. Mm. But when you kind of break it down into reality of things, he scores six goals in all competitions. If he scores four or five goals more, and if he gets his assists up, which is like eight assists, up to 14 assists for the season, so both your assists and your goals are gone beyond double figures for your first season... That'd That's a not season, a bad yeah. return, man. That's yeah. not a bad return by anyone's standards. So I'm not going to knock him for that. And I would expect him to improve on that next season. Having that pre-season, knowing the intensity of the league from the year before, knowing what he's got to do to, to deliver. Yeah, I think, I, think, I think that, you know, if he continues and doesn't take his foot off the pedal... And let Reese Nelson take his spot. <laughs> He's hungry. Like the, the cross yesterday, I've watched it like a few times. We watched it, and it was a bloody good cross. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it, was, was. it was a nice ball that he put in. And one thing I've critiqued him about was in terms of his set piece delivery, in terms yeah. of it not beating the first man. Yeah. But it actually did. And then obviously he followed it up with a beautiful ball in. Great finish as well, by the way, by Seth Valley. By Socrates, a really yeah, good Socrates, finish, yeah, Socrates' finish was unbelievable. I couldn't believe for, it. For <laughs> centre back, the way he took that was was sweet. I was happy for him as well, you know, because he's one of those players that he's a kind of no frills type defender. 
He's like a real old-fashioned centre-back. Yeah. And I know the modern game has sort of moved on a bit, but I kind of, I kind of like that about him, that sort of blood and guts rugged. kind of... Yeah, rugged. Ruggedness about him. And, and um, yeah, he occasionally pops up with a goal too. So I, 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 I was really happy to kind of see him because he's under pressure now. I mean, we've got, we got a plethora of uh, <laughs> centre-backs. We've got about eight, I'll say that. <laughs> Freaking hell, man. It's like, we've gone for like having no centre-backs and they're all whack <laughs> to like having, you know, yeah, and, and, and that's not counting, you know, we've got Louise, we've got Socrates, we've got Holding, we've got Chambers who could play centre-back. Uh, we've got Marion now. That's what? That's five. five. Um, who else am I forgetting? So that's Holding, Louise, Marin, Socrates, Chambers, and then... You say Mustafi? Mustafi, that's six. Um, sorry, Mustafi, I wasn't being <laughs> rude. Um, that's six. Uh, yeah, six first-team centre-backs. Six first-team centre-backs, which I think is a good number. But then we've got like, some of the youngsters coming through, like we were saying Zach Medley coming through. Um, and Saliba is going to be coming next season. So if we keep all of those... Mate, that's eight centre-backs. Eight centre-backs, <laughs> like you said. Bang on. And I was, I was actually joking when I said it, but it's actually true. That's like, yeah. eight. Someone, who, who would you get rid of if you, had to, if you had to pull that down to... You said six was a good number. None Which of them. Would you because get? Nah, cause Chambers, can, he's like a bit of a utility man, isn't he? So that's seven. And if, if, if we're competing on all fronts, and then obviously Medley... But remember, we're only playing two centre-backs. I know. But if Medley, we're playing two centre-backs, now it depends if we qualify, <laughs> we're playing two centre-backs, poten potentially over like four competitions, if we make Europe. It's a lot of games in the season, bro. Big if. Big if, big if, big if. Like I said, I'm optimistic. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. And obviously, if I was to ask you in terms of, obviously, kind of moving on in regards to like midfield, what's your thoughts on the resurgence of my boy, Sabalios? Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy in a way because I, we all saw the talent. The first game I was there, he came on, he blew everyone away. Everyone in the Emirates was screaming his name, going mad, like, oh my God, what a player we've got. And then it nosedived, like almost instantaneously, the performances just nosedived and we just never saw that player again. And I still don't think we've seen that player from that first day, but he's got back in the side and he's improved and he adds a bit of quality that we don't have. We don't have that player that, that could do what Ramsey could do in a way. Yeah. And I also think he's he's a lot, he's quite, he moves the ball quite quick. So whereas yeah. Arsenal's play, I think our play is quite pedestrian. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. he's always looking in terms of, okay, let me switch it there. Let me pass it to that. Let me give it to Ozil. But it's with a pace, yeah. which I like. And yeah. I love the dribbling as well, especially under pressure. Yeah. Because look at Arsenal players and no, not many of them look to play like an exciting ball forward. It's the safe option in terms of left to right. Yeah, and that's why I've always, you know, liked Grindosi because he always goes forward. But he also has a habit of holding onto the ball for too long and, like, you know, playing for the foul. 
um, which can be massively frustrating. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I love Sabias. Would I you love, keep him? I don't think it's down to us, bro. I honestly think it's down to him. I'd stand to the player and down to what the player wants. And first of all, he came to us because he wasn't playing at Real Madrid. Um, so he wanted games. And that was the whole reason why he started throwing his toys out of the pram. Um, it's a bit a odd though. months ago. Yeah, considering he got injured, it was a bit odd, the timing of it. I, I would have got it towards the end of it, the time when, like, after a few games, if he still hadn't been playing. What, the but timing of him throwing his toys yeah, out of it, Yeah, I think odd. it's just frustration, frustration, I suppose. And we weren't really setting the world alight either. So he probably thought, I'm back now. I deserve to come in straight away. And they're like, nah. And then obviously his attitude stunk a little bit to the point where Arteta's like, well, <laughs> you have to prove yourself or you're going to sit on the bench. That's it. There's no in between. And as soon as Arteta said that, and he also said that publicly, you saw that he thought... He switched on. He it? switched on. He was like, oh, okay. I'm not going to get away with this one. Maybe he had a bit more respect for him, you know, um, the old Spanish connection, um, which you probably have with Emery as well. So if I was to ask you in terms of obviously looking at the season as a whole... Yeah. Where do you see us finishing this year? Yeah, I think we were discussing that earlier, right? Yeah, we're discussing it in the group. Yeah, I think we were discussing it earlier as well. We were saying that I, I, I certainly think that... Um, say a position, a number. Yeah, I'd say that I, I'm, I'm aiming for fourth or fifth. Uh, but I think, realistically, we're, we're, there's a lots, lots of ifs and buts and relying on other people continuing the vein of form that they're in, like the Chelsea's and the um, United's and Tottenham as well. You know, they lost the Wolves the other day at home. Um, crazy, crazy game. You know, it, and, and, and for me, it's like, there were a lot of teams in and around the middle to middle to top middle, if that makes sense. You know, so we're looking from 10th to 4th. Um, that can beat each other. Even Leicester now, their form's not guaranteed. Um, they've had their little purple patch and I think they're going to start dropping points as well. So it's going to be really interesting and that's why I was saying, I think I was saying it to you, I don't see that our season's over yet. Yeah, I, I do though, you know. I, I don't see much, much else to play for. Like, when, when, I, when I look at the FA Cup, for instance, I don't see us winning that. So it's no. super We're in the quarterfinal. There's, there's only, what, three more games go, three more games to win. But wasn't we in the quarterfinals of the Europa, more or less? Yes. Um, I think the Europa defeat was complacency. I think they probably already thought the game was won. Um, and you know they just lost fair and square that's it no excuses um, well, I think my only thing but I never thought that they would win it I never thought that they would necessarily win it the teams that are left in it are damn good teams so if we can't if we can't put on a convincing performance against Olympiacos Red Bull Salzburg even without um, Haaland yeah. yeah Haaland 
They, they can still put in the performance against us. So what, what's different in the FA Cup where there's still good teams in there? So um, the FA Cup is a luck of the draw, isn't it, as well? Yeah. I mean, like all kind of competitions, and that could go for the Europa. I just think the Europa, there were too many good teams in there <laughs> for the luck of the draw to ever be in our favour. Um, and, I, I, and I think, uh, who, who's still left in the FA Cup? Um because most people haven't played. We're we're the first team to we're the first team to have played out of that. Okay, so that today point. it's Chelsea Liverpool. Oh, there we go. So look, two two decent teams knock each other out. West Brom Newcastle knock each other out. Well, who cares about them? And Reading Sheffield United. Well, come on, like really, if Liverpool's the danger team out of all of them, aren't they? Yeah. And I think that Liverpool, because they've been defeated the other day, I'm not sure they're going to play a full-strength side. I'm not sure they're going to play a full-strength side. I, I don't How know many the, points you know, are they ahead? You the see league? the thing, though? They're, they've waltzed off with the league. Mm. I, I look at it from a perspective of... But they're not interested in the FA Cup. They're interested in the Champions League. I don't know, man. I, I, like, even, like for instance, not their strongest team, they still know how to play. I don't know how to describe it, but like... It sounds crazy, but I still feel like they'll win tonight, probably. I wouldn't be oh, remotely surprised. Yeah, I mean, Chelsea at home are not the strongest. Yeah. Chelsea are at home. And that they pressure got terrible at home. Form. Yeah, really poor at home. So, yeah, I actually put that in favour of Liverpool. I think that, yeah, like you're saying, they won't be necessarily the strongest team, but there will be st- still quite a few players. Don't be surprised, like, sort of like Sane play and stuff like that. And then, yeah, I feel like they'll win that. So that, that's what makes Tammy me say. Abraham's out as well. Yeah, so but I think Giroud Giroud's still there, isn't he? Yeah, Giroud, yeah, Giroud's yeah, still Giroud, there. Giroud do a job in a game like that. Um, uh, do you know what is? I just look at the big games, especially when Arsenal are playing, and when the cookie really crumbles, when it's really important, Arsenal just don't turn up. And it's, we're going back how many finals now? So we're going back the the Europa final battered the final against City battered I just don't have any confidence it sounds yeah. sad saying it but nah do you know what I I, I'm, I think I think that um, I think there's going to be enough changes tonight and I don't think Chelsea are going to make as many changes uh, I think they'll play a stronger side but Liverpool are going to play a weaker side tonight and I think you know if they've got Jones Minamino and Origi up front with Lana there Milner Gomez Williams Matip Fabino <laughs> That's a winning team mm, Oxay Chamberlain Because what you need to remember is that those players have a point to prove and that they're going to look at this game and be like yeah they're going to be up for it and you look at all of Klopp's teams they're always up for it and against a Chelsea team who aren't good at home yeah my money's on Liverpool to win that. Mm, and mm. then I, I look at like, for instance, us playing them. I just, uh, would you confidently feel, would, yeah, would you feel like we confidently you can beat Liverpool? I don't. Mm. I, Liverpool, I'd, I'd, I'd happily take a draw. I kind of feel that games like that, similar to like when we played Chelsea, 
I think we'll see us raise our game because it's such a big team and the big players in the team will want to do well. They won't want egg on their face. So they'll 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 lift themselves, they'll lift the performances, and they'll lift um the rest of the team. So for me I I, I kind of feel that I think we've got Man City and we've got Liverpool. And I'm not saying we're going to win either game, but I can see us getting draws, especially with Liverpool because we're playing them at home. Yeah, true. But then, uh, I don't know. I just, uh, I, 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 I wish I'd seen more to have that confidence to say, yeah, that we can we can nick a draw. And at this point, it would be like nicking the draw. I just look at like the squads and feel like they're such a. Uh, even though it's not necessarily in terms of squads, more in terms of mentality of the players. I feel like they're such a golfing class. That, see, yeah. see, see, I Liverpool quite workmanlike, especially in the midfield. Um, you know, it's only when you get to the top three that you see a bit of flair. Mm. The, the 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 midfield itself is quite a work, like a well-oiled machine, um, and the wing backs are also what provide. That width. That width and that quality with delivery. And um, so for me, I kind of feel that I wouldn't say that they've necessarily got an abundance more. And I know it's going to sound Whoa. crazy. It's going to sound crazy. Wow. I know it's going to sound crazy. On paper, I wouldn't look at like their top three and our top three and think there's a massive disparity. Would you? Would you... I mean, on current form, obviously you'd take Firmino, wouldn't you? Yeah, definitely. But I would take Oba over there, two, both of their two strikers. Yeah. And then I'll take Mane. Yeah. Right? I see that that's two. That's, that's two, two attackers. out of three. Yeah, two out of three. Yeah. And then and then Look if at the midfield. And then the midfield now, again, it's because of attitude that our midfielders they just can't do. I mean. Ceballos, for example, I think he's got more skill than who's in the centre mid. Wijnaldum. Wijnaldum. Yeah, Wijnaldum's there on one side of the on on the three. He usually plays out a little bit, not in the centre. And then you've got Henderson, Fabino. Yeah, Fabino, Henderson, and Fabino. Now, you know, we all know Henderson is a workmanlike player. He's effective. But no one's ever looked at him and thought, rather like Milner, no one's ever looked at him and thought, wow, he sets the world alight. Oh, look at that touch. Oh, that sexy football there. You never, you, I can't remember the last mm. time we watched him play and thought that. Whereas, you know, Sabahas, you could watch a highlight room and be like, geez, look at that touch. Or look at that. But do you know what I mean? So in terms of skill and ability, what I think is, is desire. I think it's application, drive and aggression. And I think they've got that. And that's an important quality to have. So, yeah, if, and that's if, what we're lacking. Yeah. So if you took at the midfield, would you not say all three of theirs? Or would you say one Arsenal? Oh, on current form, I think, I think I'm think i struggling. You oh, know? yeah. Oh, we didn't mention Ozil. Yeah, but... Yeah. <laughs> come on. Like, really? Like, Ozil or for, for Firmino? I'd say the Firmino. Like, because he's... Ozil <laughs> and Firmino playing the same position at the moment. There's no, there's no ifs or buts about it. You know, Steph can throw all his toys <laughs> out of his pram. He's going to kick off. Yeah. 
when Zito can start, you know, kicking, kick, <laughs> kicking his iPhone. <laughs> and defence? Um, on current form, I think Saka gets into any team in the Prem. Yeah. Um, then you ain't keep you Van Dyke and um, who's the other one they got in there? Is it is Matic or? Yeah, Matic. Yeah. Nah. You ain't getting past those two. Um, and then on the other side, you've got Trent. Trent, yeah. And that's, that's, that, that, that's, that's literally that's a Liverpool squad. And then the goalkeeper. So, uh, you know, maybe maybe at a stretch, two or three of us are getting there. <laughs> but, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, in terms of current form, there's, there's no way um, any great number of Arsenal players currently are going to gonna make it. But I think home advantage, home crowd, players up for it. I reckon we could get a draw out of it. What makes you think they're going to be up for it? That's what I'm curious about. Pride? <laughs> that squad don't have pride. <laughs> <laughs> if they had pride, they wouldn't be going home at 11 o'clock with my feet bloody freezing cold. The waste, mate. Ah, <laughs> wait. <laughs> uh, well, cool, man. Well, look, I mean, I think it's time we wrap this one up. Um, yeah, it's been it, it, this pod went on longer than I thought it was going to go. I've already yeah. been in it for five minutes and out, but um, you know we got we got we got to thank the guys at Free Studios for um, for uh, hosting us and bearing with us for this one. Um, but yeah, man, Shay, it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, no, it's been great. It's been great. I've enjoyed I've enjoyed our little catch up. And to all the listeners, don't forget to listen, like, share, and subscribe. Um, we're loving your support right now and uh, hopefully see you soon. Peace. Peace.